This is a special in the car version of Initial Thoughts. Sorry about all the traffic noise and the turn signal clicking and the motor sounds. So this morning I was listening to the news and there was some talk about Duke Power passing along charges uh, the cost for cleaning up a, a coal ash spill onto its consumers. And it sort of suggested to me that this was quite wrong because the people in charge should be the ones who have to be punished and pay for this, this action on their part. Whether it's neglect or um, a, an act of volition doesn't really matter as far as I'm concerned. The shareholders are the ones who should suffer. And the shareholders are the ones who can make the changes in personnel and leadership that will prevent such things from happening in the future. To punish the customer is exactly wrong. Even though this is a publicly regulated utility, it's still a for-profit business. And I'm sorry, they may have to take a loss it because they polluted our environment. And my thought then progressed to, well, maybe Marx is going to make a comeback. Marx talked about 150 years ago, or more, 200 years ago, basically he said that the internal contradictions of capitalism would be its undoing, meaning that the drive for profit, the rise of the uh, upper class, would debase wages for the workers despite the fact there was growing productivity. Well, we've certainly seen that globally in general, and the United States in particular, in the past 30 to 40 years, where middle class incomes, lower class incomes have at best remained stable but what's happened is the lion's share of income has moved to the top 1% or the top 10th of a percent. There's something like eight families that hold half of the world's wealth. This is a concentration of wealth that would make the robber barons of the 1890s envious. How could, pos how could such a few number of people have such enormous amounts of wealth and the consequent power that goes with it? And of course, because they have that power, they use it. They buy elections or buy governments, whatever they need to do. The fact that Duke Power is going to offset their loss by a environmentally criminal act of dumping coal ash into the surrounding environment, they're gonna, if they can make their customers pay, then that says that their hubris knows no bounds that their pride is so powerful that it overcomes law as well as morality. So it's a twist on the internal contradictions of capitalism, but as a consumer, as certainly somebody who's looked at what's happened to my family in terms of their income and their status over the four decades of my professional life, I recognize that they have a grievance. We all do. Almost all of us, except for maybe, maybe 1%, or those eight families. Everybody else is an awful lot of people. Everybody else is pretty much everybody. So, what is to happen? Well, if the Republicans pass their tax cuts and they reward the top earners, the people with wealth who don't need this money, but it will enable them to buy a fourth house, a fifth yacht, or whatever. And the people on the bottom are going to have a 
a dreadful burden upon them because this will be done through deficit financing, then what they're doing is a slow squeeze over the next 10 years that punishes people who work for a living, who actually earn wages. And it rewards those who clip coupons, who live off of interest and other sorts of uh, banking processes that are out of reach of the vast, vast majority of people. Marx is going to make a comeback. Maybe his name is Thomas Piketty, who wrote a book looking at the inequality of income and wealth over the last few decades. And basically, he did not have Marx's invective. But you could take that evidence and use it in a way that a canny politician would be able to marshal the fury of the masses against the few. The problem with that is Fury does not think very well. Fury acts, and it does not act in a way that is necessarily beneficial even to the people involved. Communism was a derivation of Marxism, and it was a method of putting Marxism into practice, and it didn't work very well. And it was born out, literally born out of warfare. Communists would never have taken power in, in Russia or China unless there had been a war. And it was that strife that prompted the rising of a minority to gain majority power and then suppress everybody else. So if we want that to happen on a global scale, if we want that to happen in the United States, yeah, keep on cutting taxes for rich people. Keep piling the debt off on people who have to work for a living. And take away their jobs because your replacement of human beings with robots robs people of the ability to feed themselves and their families. Make them desperate. Make them hungry. Make them furious. You will get tenfold in response. The alternative is to calm everybody down. Recognize that, I'm sorry, we're going to have to make people pay more of a share of the burden of living together. We are together on this planet. We are inextricably bound to each other. There is no escape. Unless we can come to some kind of understanding, some kind of compromise, which is not an epithet, then the alternative will be the fury of the masses and an awful lot of bloodshed. I am not in a good mood today.